The following podcast is sponsored by StructureTech. One of the things we, we do when we're inspecting houses is we fill up the tub with water and we let it drain to make sure that that drain is working, but also to make sure that we don't have any issues with the main drain leaving the house. Yeah. And we do that on every fixture, every sink we fill up, every tub we fill up, every toilet we flush. We put a ton of water down to check and make sure that it's draining okay. This is Structure Talk, a podcast from Minnesota's most highly rated home inspection company, Structure Tech. We're the people who do home forensics and deliver the unbiased truth about your property. Structure Talk is hosted by our home inspection specialists, Ruben Saltzman, Tessa Murray, and Bill Over. On today's program, we're going to talk about sewer drains and where everything goes after you flush the toilet. Under no circumstance should any of this water ever come back into your home. So we're going to run through some of the problems, some of the issues, some of the materials that we see on a daily basis, and we're going to help you understand how your home is set up. One of the most popular topics we've ever had on our blog at Structure Tech is about floor drains. Ruben, what confuses people more than anything about their drains? Well, Bill, number one, A1 with a bullet is floor drains. Why floor drains back up? I wrote a blog post about this over 10 years ago. I mean, if you do a Google search, floor drain basics, it's surely the first thing you're gonna find. And it totally mystifies people why floor drains back up. And it's not that confusing, but it's a tough topic to understand. And you know, the, the whole thing here is that a floor drain is the lowest plumbing fixture in your home. If you have a clog in your main building drain on the, on the pipe that goes from your home out to the city, if you've got a clog there, and then you flush a toilet on the first floor, water is going to back up and it's going to come out of the lowest plumbing fixture. If your lowest plumbing fixture happens to be a sink and you have no floor drain in your basement, you're going to have water that ends up backing up out of your sink because the toilet is above it. If you happen to have a lower fixture, like a floor drain, you flush that toilet and the water is backed up before it leaves your home, it's going to leave at the lowest spot and that's going to be the floor drain. And that's why water comes out of them. There's nothing so super complicated about this. It's just the lowest opening. Is that something you see on a regular basis? Tessa, have you ever run into it? Where water is backing up out of a floor drain? Yeah, I've seen that on inspections. One of the things we, we do when we're inspecting houses is we fill up the tub with water and we let it drain to make sure that that drain is working, but also to make sure that we don't have any issues with the main drain leaving the house. Yeah. And we do that on every fixture, every sink we fill up, every tub we fill up, every toilet we flush. We put a ton of water down to check and make sure that it's draining okay. Yeah, we, we made that just a company policy is you fill up bathtubs and then you go downstairs and you look at that floor drain and either you check it out while the tub is draining or you come down there a half hour later and you make sure there's not a big ring of water around that floor drain to make sure that you, you don't have an issue with the main building drain. And short of doing a sewer inspection, that's about the closest thing we can do during just a standard home inspection to make sure that there's not an issue with the main building drain. Right. But I always tell, you know, people that are that are buying the house, you should probably consider doing a sewer inspection because there's no way that we can really fully inspect this sewer line. I mean, yeah. we're putting a lot of water down it, but we have no idea what kind of condition it's in, if there's any breaks in the pipe, if there's any sags or dips, tree roots. So the only way to know for sure is to do a sewer inspection. Yeah, but if there are problems, I mean, isn't that the city's responsibility? <laughs> Great question. No, you own that sewer line from your 
house to where it connects to the city sewer, that's yours and that's your responsibility to take care of. So if there's an issue with it, that falls on you. Wow. Okay. So the city's not going to pay for that, and but it's not can't be that expensive, right? Boy, <laughs> I wish, right? So we've been partnering with a, a company called Drain Busters here in the Twin Cities, and they do a lot of our sewer inspections. And I have seen so many failed sewer lines over the last three years that involve a dig to either replace pipe or correct another issue. And if that issue is located at the pipe that goes underneath the street, it is your responsibility to pay for digging up the street and then redoing the street. Yikes. Yikes. So which houses do you recommend this on? Because, I mean, I used to be in the camp where I'd say, all right, if you're buying a house that's got big trees right near the street, you could get roots in there. Or if you're buying a really old house with an old drain line, it's a good idea to get a sewer inspection. But I've kind of changed my tune over the years. What about you? Same thing, Ruben. Same thing. I recommend them on every single house. I personally would not buy a house without doing a sewer inspection. What if it's like 10 years old? You know, you got a PVC drain line. Same thing. So we found over the last few years that there have been several newer homes that have had issues with their plastic PVC drain line. And what causes those issues? Well, you know, Joe was talking about that. And some of those issues can be caused, you know, during construction, if they've got heavy machinery that's driving over those pipes and the soil's not compacted yet, it can cause those pipes to have sags or dips, or it can even damage the pipes as well. And and I don't know, are there any other issues you've heard of? There's one. I remember Joe shared this video with us where somebody was doing this jetting thing where they run a gas line under the ground and they ran the gas line right right through the sewer line. That's crazy. And oh, I, you know what? There was a home in Edina that blew up because of that. Oh it my was gosh. a newer home and it was located right on, what was it? It was right on 50th Street, I think. Wow. And the house blew up because they were doing this jetting and they ran a gas line through the sewer line. And then the sewer guy went in there, went to clean it out, tore the gas line wow. open and the house exploded. Oh I mean, my gosh. I, I've got pictures of it. I mean, you could drive by it right on 50th. Wow. Wow. So just because it's a new house doesn't mean that it won't have any issues. And the only way to know for sure is to have that sewer inspection. Yeah, exactly. It's cheap insurance. I mean, what do we charge for those now? It's like 200 yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you think about, I mean, it, it's standard procedure to test for radon if you're buying a home today. But what does it cost to have a sewer inspection? It's about the same thing. And which is crazy, if you do have high radon, right? How much does it cost roughly to install a radon mitigation system? 1200 1500 Now, how much would it cost to dig up your sewer line and replace it if, if it needs to be replaced? Well, like 10 times that. <laughs> right. Wouldn't you rather spend that money on maybe a sewer inspection? Yeah. If just going to get one thing, yeah. I, I would much rather get the sewer Me inspection. Too. So Ruben, besides backups, what else can go wrong with a floor drain? Biggest thing is a missing clean-out plug. And, you know, a floor drain is basically just a big old trap. Every plumbing fixture has a trap. It's this dip in the pipe that prevents sewer gas from coming back into the home. Floor drains have that. Nobody gets to see the trap because it's buried under the ground, but there should always be water sitting in that floor drain to prevent sewer gas from coming in. But if you ever have a clog downstream from that floor drain, 
it's really tough to get a sewer snake or a drain auger to go through that trap and then clean out the drain line going downstream. So most floor drains have what's called a clean out hole. It's an actual hole on the side of the floor drain bowl that allows you to stick a drain auger in there. Now, if you have a clog downstream, you, you take out the clean out plug, you stick a drain auger in there, you clean it out. And then the most important part when you're all done with that, you put the clean out plug back in place. Because while that clean out plug is removed, you're gonna have sewer gas coming into your home. And it's not gonna happen for very long. You put it all back together and you're good. It happens a lot in Minneapolis and St. Paul, older houses. We go downstairs, we're walking down there, we smell sewer gas and we go, oh, I know what's going on here. There's a missing cleanout plug somewhere. So we'll go find the floor drain. We'll take a picture of it. We'll say, put, in a, put a cleanout plug in here, but also make sure the drain is functional because once you've pulled that plug, if there's a clog at the trap underneath it, you don't know it. So the only way to know for sure is to replace that plug and then make sure that it receives water. And my sister bought a home in St. Louis Park many years ago and it had a missing cleanout plug. She got a repair order from the city of St. Louis Park. You got to fix this. So you can guess who's over there helping her fix all this. <laughs> and uh, I put that cleanout plug back in and I tried everything in my power to get that floor drain to work. And I could not get water to drain through it. I mean, I, I, I tried like a, a jackhammer basically to, to clean it out. Couldn't get it to work. So I ended up having to replace the floor drain. And that's a matter of taking a sledgehammer, breaking up all the concrete around the drain, getting a shovel, dig all the dirt out, get a sawzall and cut the drain line off, install a new floor drain, replace the dirt and pour new concrete. That's I mean, not that's, DIY. Uh, no, For Ruben, it is. Yeah, huh. <laughs> yeah, this is not your average homeowner project. I mean, this is like an all-day project for a plumber to replace a floor drain. It's hideously expensive. And so all of this was about the missing floor drain plug, clean-out plug. So if you have a missing clean-out plug, watch out. It could be an expensive issue. It usually isn't. But maybe one out of 10, it's going to be a big project. Ruben, do you have any resources you could provide for us that explain some of this in more detail? Well, I'll tell you about having sewer inspections on newer homes. We put together a compilation video showing all of these homes that we've looked at where it's 10 years old or less and we've got terribly failed sewer lines. We've got an, uh, we've got a video compilation showing what a sewer inspection actually looks like from beginning to end. Lots of sped up stop motion stuff so the whole video is like two minutes and we've got a lot of different blog posts about floor drains, clean out plugs, why plumbing fixtures need traps. It's all on the Structure Tech website at structuretech1.com. Okay, guys, great. Thank you. So when we come back, we're going to talk about lines inside your house, and Ruben's going to tell us about the most useful tool that you'll buy for 50 cents at the Home Depot or any of the big box stores. You're listening to Structure Talk, brought to you by Structure Tech, the most highly rated home inspection company in the Midwest delivering to you the unbiased truth about your home. So Ruben and Tessa, we were talking about the main line and some of the problems that you can have going out to the street, which sound like a lot of money if you run into those kinds of problems. But what are the more inside the house problems that you see? Without a doubt, the, the most common thing that we find during home inspections is a slow drain 
in the master bathroom. And, you know, no offense, Tessa, but it's always her side of the sink that's uh, when you got the double barrel sink. Whoever's got the longer hair, that's the one that tends to clog up faster. It's an easy fix. I mean, that one, you get the tool you're referring to. It's I think they call it a zip it. It's like it's it's just this long piece of plastic with little barbs on like there. Like little teeth on little, the side of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you just stick it down into the drain. You pull it out and you're going to have like this little hair mouse. It's the most disgusting <laughs> so thing. Gross. It is. It's so gross. But you, you can pull that hairball out of there. And that's usually all it takes in the bathroom. Now, if you have clogs elsewhere, I mean, maybe in the shower, maybe in the tub, could be the same thing. But the one to really look out for is a clog at the kitchen sink drain. Watch out for those. And, I, and I'm thinking about the kitchen sink drains for houses that have steel drain lines. It's not so much an issue on the newer ones with the PVC pipes because there you can stick a drain cleaner down there. You can use an auger. And side note, when I say drain cleaner, I mean an auger. I mean a tool. Don't use Drano. Why is that? It'll basically melt your pipes. It's an acid and it, it might work a couple of times, but for the most part, it's going to melt your pipes, especially if you got steel pipes, it'll eat through them. Okay, so no matter what material, it's not good for any material. It is not. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I've heard plumbers talk about turning the PVC into like a plastic sludge. I don't recommend any liquid products going down your drains. So Ruben, when we're doing home inspections, one thing we're looking for is galvanized steel drain pipes. And typically, for we'll sure. find that in houses that are, what, 1960s and, and before that? Exactly right. Yep. Yeah. And those houses were definitely filling up kitchen sinks, both sides, if it's got two sides to it, all yep. the way and letting that water drain out to make sure that there isn't a slow drain. Because, I mean, sometimes, I mean, you can turn the faucet on and water's going to drain down the sink just fine. It'll keep up with the faucet for a while. But you fill both sides, you let it go, and sometimes you'll see that sink, it'll drain quickly for a little while, and then all of a sudden the water will just kind of slow down and then it'll be still. And it'll take another 20, 30 minutes for the rest of that water to drain out. And that's an issue with the steel drain going all the way down into the basement. And it's clogged, it's corroded. Steel forms deposits on the inside and the diameter gets smaller and smaller over time. And you can't even bust that up with a drain auger or Drano or anything else like that. I mean, the fix there is replace the drain line. Right. And same thing goes with water distribution pipes in the house. If they're galvanized steel, they can have the same issues where that diameter gets smaller and smaller. Any sort yep. of galvanized steel drain pipe or water pipe that is still in use today is at the end of its expected serviceable life. Yes. Yes, it is. That's interesting because we actually saw that we replaced the plumbing in our house and we were doing a kitchen and I was just adding a new you know, kitchen sink and they, they were going to redo some things. They cut the pipe about four feet off and my inch and a half galvanized pipe had a inside diameter of less than a half an inch. Wow. And it, it was like, wow, okay. So you just keep cutting down the tree trunk till the bottom and then you build up with brand new. And that kitchen project led to replacing all the plumbing in the house, which was not inexpensive. And every <laughs> single fixture had the same concern. It was all corroded from the inside. And seeing is believing. I absolutely am so happy today we did this because we would have been doing it five years from now, tearing up the new kitchen, the new bathroom, everything. And a lot of the time as home inspectors, when we're reporting on stuff being at the end of its life expectancy, a lot of times people confuse that with you must therefore replace this. And I just want to make it clear that when we're saying it's at the end of its life, it, it doesn't mean you have to do something about it today. It's just budget for this, right? 
Right. Your drain might be working just fine. Your water flow might be just fine. But if you have these galvanized steel pipes, budget on replacing those at some point. Yeah. Is this the type of thing where you can splice into at any point and you go new to the old and it's all good? Or say you have a slow drain here. Can you just repair, replace? or You know, when it's unfinished spaces, it's not that big of a deal. I okay. mean, you can get couplers that will couple galvanized steel to modern PVC or ABS, and that's no problem at all. You would replace as much of it as you practically could. And typically what you have is you're going to have a steel arm going from the kitchen sink over to the main stack or down into the floor, and then down underneath the concrete floor, you're never going to have steel pipes there because those can't be in contact with with the concrete because it'll rust it out. But under the floor, you're going to have cast iron. And the cast iron's fine. You you really shouldn't have anything to worry about there. So you replace as much of the steel as possible. You're listening to Structure Talk, brought to you by Structure Tech, the most highly rated home inspection company in the Midwest. Delivering to you the unbiased truth about your home. Clearly, it's important that anybody in a real estate transaction consider a home inspection. It's super important that you find a qualified home inspection expert to come out and do a thorough evaluation of the real estate you're considering. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at structuretech1.com. Thank you.